0: Check the mic and make sure it sound right, boys. Week four of the NFL season is upon us. And gosh, I know we say it every week, but what a great fucking lineup there is this week. And yes, we do say it every week. And I keep saying it over and over again. I'm just going to continuously say it. I love the NFL product this week and maybe none more than this week. But I think it's just uh, I'm ready for it. I still got some adrenaline going from week three, but today we're going to talk some fantasy. We're going to talk some gambling. uh, We're going to look at some of the games uh, for week four, give some predictions, but we're going to get you ready for this Sunday uh, from a Vegas
1: perspective. Marcus, are you fucking pumped? Oh, I'm I'm always pumped, man. Always. Uh this is like the next two, three weeks is where we really get to see who these teams are. Um, it's really a crapshoot that first quarter of the season. Right. Um, and obviously, boring. there's been a lot of surprises. Um, despite the AFC West, who would have thought that the Raiders would be sitting atop uh, by themselves? Nobody. Literally nobody thought that. I mean, the, the Raiders,
0: and, and, and it, it, you're right, though. First couple weeks, crapshoot. You don't really know what's coming. Now we're starting to get like an idea of what some of these teams are. And yeah this is this is when betting starts to get you know Vegas is Vegas is especially locked in so you've got to look at all these lines and say, okay, what are they seeing that I'm not seeing what am I seeing that maybe they're not seeing
1: and shit man and uh, and just for shits and giggles by the way, the Carolina Panthers leading the NFC South. the Carolina Panthers, I mean sure they haven't played great opponents.
0: But, you know, they, they – and I, I think for the most part, they looked pretty bad last week. Like, you know, it's Houston. Um, but I, there's so much love about Carolina, and I, I really, really, really love what Sam Darnold is doing there. Um, I think he, he needs to spread the ball around a little bit more. Uh, if you have Robbie Anderson this year, it's
1: it's been brutal. But if you have DJ Moore, holy fuck, that guy gets targeted a lot in that offense. Yeah, but he's also a guy that he, it's like a couple weeks at a time. Then he's gone for six weeks. Usually after you just made a weird trade to get him on your team, hoping right. he'll continue, keep it going. Um, yeah, obviously uh, Christian McCaffrey being out a few weeks is it's, it could be beneficial. It kind of was last year, but at least right. at least they're experienced with it from you know last season that they know how to uh, make the necessary adjustments.
0: Yeah, McCaffrey,
1: I was just glad to see it was a
0: soft tissue injury with McCaffrey. Uh, The second that guy starts getting ankle and shoulder injuries, that's when I'm going to start getting worried about him. But uh, I think we're getting a little bit ahead of ourselves. Like I said, we're going to talk some fantasy gambling. We're going to preview week four of the NFL season. Um, Last week was just awesome for me in a lot of ways, and I'm hoping that we can repeat again. But (laughs) let's go, baby. Let's launch this thing. NFL games of the week. So many great games this fucking week, especially at the four o'clock time slot. If you only have three hours to dedicate this week to the NFL, just watch the four o'clock games. Listen to this slate of games, Marcus. Seahawks at 49ers, Cardinals at Rams, Steelers at Packers, Ravens
1: at Broncos. It does not get any fucking better than that foursome right there when's the last time there obviously Pittsburgh green Bay might be a game that some people can feel like tuning out on. Right. Um, but what you got? One, two, three, four, uh, five games, 80% of like awesome games. Oh yeah. That is a perfect time to, uh, either have uh, a Sunday ticket or streaming or obviously being at the bars. They let that ADD kick in oh my so, God. so much to watch.
0: If you got the split screen sports center app, put all four of those games up and just, just revel in it. Cause it's going to be amazing. Um, yeah, really especially excited about that time slot. Out of all these teams, we're looking at eight of them. I'm not prepared to rule out any of these teams for the playoffs. I know the Steelers are starting out bad, but you know what? The Steelers started out too good last year, and we saw what happened to them. We were doubting them, you know, for the majority of the season, and then it kind of just decayed. They decayed on themselves. I think they overachieved early, and then they kind of fell apart. I I, I want to see the Steelers gritted up. Let's see
1: that defense come alive. Is Walk going to be playing this week? He's supposed to be. Him, uh, there's hopefully getting a little bit healthier. Um, from what I've experienced watching the Steelers the last decade, they, it's like a, maybe confidence, just maybe like too much, uh, you're too overhyped. But like when they get good, and I, I'm not going to talk about where the, you know, who leads that team, but when they get really good and they're expected to like put a thumping on, it's like they're not, they don't show up. But, when like uh, two years ago, I think it was yeah two years ago when Ben went down for the season uh, and they made a great push. Uh, no one expected him to do anything. And it, at that time I was like, wow, Tomlin's impressing me this year. And it was uh, and I was taken back that uh, I was even he had some votes for me to, uh, you know, be in the head coach of the year running. And, but it's just like when they were underdogs and everyone just counted them out, that's when they play their best. And and it's been consistent since he's been there for the last, you know, 14 years.
0: Better to be slapped in the mouth early, then get your steam up towards the middle of the year, especially because I I know it's only one game, but 17 games just seems so much longer from a conceptual stance uh, than 16. And with the extra Wild Kirk team, they're keeping that in this year. Um, Yeah, man, nobody's out of it yet.
1: Uh, how, How do you feel about that Monday game for the, for the wild card? Um, you know, slightly off there, I, I'm kind of torn on it because I, I know they have to schedule it a little bit differently to kind of accommodate, but, like, imagine you're a team that wins on Saturday, and then you play the team that wins on Monday. You get, you know, extra rest and against someone on a short rest. I'm right. not sure how they're going to do that. We'll, we'll cross that bridge when we get there.
0: Right. Um, I actually never really thought about it.
1: Yeah, that's, a, that's the first thing that came to my mind. I'm like, you guys better have a plan because that's a tall order to ask. And obviously, the uh, the number one seed has uh, that much more value. Well, it can't be any worse than the NBA.
0: I remember the last couple of years I've seen the NBA. Some, some teams are already playing in the next round while the other team is still playing in the round prior. It ridi- makes no it's sense. It's ridiculous. Yeah.
1: And, uh, you know, kind of just to um, uh, backtrack to what you were just talking about, the time when you want that momentum. Uh, look at the Bucks just last year. They, right. they, they struggled early. They, str- they picked it up. And that, that last month of the season, and obviously carrying into the playoffs, that's when everything clicked. That's when you want to be at your best for sure.
0: And speaking of the fucking Bucs, oh, baby. What a game. Vegas doesn't think it's much of a game, interestingly enough, and you, you can see why. Uh, the, the Bucks at Patriots, it's it's definitely the game of the week. The funny thing is Vegas thinks it's going to be pretty much a blowout. They had the, the Bucs favored by six and a half at this point. Um, what are the chances, Bill Belichick? I mean, if if that guy, he's been acting weird last couple of weeks. He's throwing out some shit in the media he normally doesn't. You know, he's basically denying that the Patriots didn't want to bring Brady back, which I think is poor shit. I think it's absolute horseshit. shit. But Bill Belichick, he's... He's starting to act
1: defensive. This whole Brady
0: breakup, it hurts him. It hurts him deep.
1: Well, well, ab- absolutely. I th- but I also think that maybe why the emotions have kind of changed with him is even when the New England might have had some early struggles previously, they had Brady. Right now, there's not really like a, um, a glimmer of hope. Like the defense has been okay, good at sometimes not so good others. Um, but when you, when Brady was there, you always knew you had a fighting chance, no matter what. Um, so that, you know, that, that might be part of the change. Talk about
0: not knowing what you had until he's gone. (laughs) I I, I don't think we'll ever see quite an example of that. Um, it's, it's, it's really insane. And there's been a lot of guys that have gone to other teams towards the end of their careers. A lot of hall of famers, Brett Favre comes to mind, Joe Montana, if Brady wins multiple Super Bowls with another team, I mean, it's it's the greatest. It's, you know, it's it's posting with your hot new girlfriend on the beach, you know, and, and making sure that your ex sees it. And, dude, Bill Belichick, he sees all, everything that's happening right now, and it, it hurts his ego. I know it
1: does. Um, so we kind of talked about a little bit last week, and one of my bold predictions that's coming nowhere near fruition is uh, uh Brady at the time, I think, needed four ninety nine or six hundred whatever, whatever yards it was. It was uh, five hundred something yards, and um, between the Rams and the Patriots game, and obviously he put up some yards against the Patriot uh, against the Rams. So now I think he only needs um, actually sixty eight. I wish he needed one more yard, but uh, sixty eight yards to have the passing record. So does that kind of like take a little pressure off of New England? Yeah. instead of being like, damn, we we need to hold him at under two thirty to make that mark, you're not holding him under sixty eight. Right. Unless you hurt him. Um, so do you think that kind of takes a little bit of pressure off the defense and not like focus on that number?
0: Yeah. I wish it was 69. Yeah.
1: I really wish it was Just one 69. more. How, how, how perfect would <laughs> oh that be? Oh, my God.
0: The meme potential of Brady getting 69 and then like doing like a little motion. This is a new Brady. I, I, I think you're right. I think it does take a little bit of the pressure off. Um, I also think I was trying to think about who, who benefits more from this from this. exchange. Does Bill Belichick benefit more from coaching Brady, or does Brady benefit more from being under Bill Belichick? And I think it's actually Bill Belichick that's going to benefit more. I mean, this Bill Belichick made Brady. He he created Brady. He, he brought him, he developed him. Um, probably nobody closer to Bill Belichick than Tom Brady. So, I think these guys know each other way more than they put on, and I just wonder, you know, like who's going to have the advantage in game planning? I do think it's Bill Belichick, but the, the Patriots just don't have the firepower to last in this
1: game. Oh no, absolutely not. Um, if you're Josh McDaniels, maybe that they've held everything off for three weeks. Uh, you know, cause obviously I know Derek was talking about it before that he likes to, um, uh, hide his hand, uh, per se, but, uh, maybe they're just going to finally let everything loose, but Hey, we have, Supposed to have no shot in hell. Fuck it. Let's just go and uh, let's put a damper on that record night. And um, uh, you it'll, you almost feel like New England could go uh, six and eleven, but beating Brady to, uh, on Sunday just kind of seals everything. But it still, kind of makes this season right. Sort of like when you're a shitty team, you win two three games, but you you beat a uh, division rival that beats you up all the time. It makes your season. You know, uh, something to push you. And Brady's mad, man. He's fucking. He's He's chewing on those vegan chips
0: extra hard this week. <laughs> like it'd be better for the Patriots if they would have lost to the Rams or if they, they would have won against the Rams last week, they got annihilated by the Rams crushed. Absolutely. Way more than the scoreboard reflected. Um, if you think they only lost by that many points, you didn't actually watch the game because the Rams just absolutely dominated them. That's the, it does not vote well for the Patriots.
1: Oh no, not at all. Um, they're they're heck, they're gonna have some uh, troubles. I think uh, I think Devin McCourty maybe. If I heard Derek correctly, was saying, "Hey guys, uh, don't expect too much. We're we're in a bad spot right now." But uh, who, who knows? You, you, some weird shit happens in New England all the time.
0: It's week four. Uh, this is the third Patriots home game already. They've already lost at home twice. It, it, if you would have told me just a year ago that the Patriots were going to open the season one in. Wait, have they won a game? No, they're zero three. So the, the, if if
1: you would have told me the Patriots are going to open up zero four with, yeah, with yeah, Bill yeah, Belichick, one one and two, they beat uh old uh, Zach Wilson. Oh fuck, dude, yeah, that's, that, it's, that doesn't count. Yeah,
0: it doesn't count. Let's let's call it zero three. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh that, that's insane, though. I mean, I I lo- love to look up the stats of how many games Bill Belichick has lost in a row at home. I'll bet it's maybe one, maybe two.
1: Him just losing two games in a row is very rare. Oh yeah, Um, no, obviously outside of last season, but uh, it doesn't happen often. So, any
0: bets you like on this game? So the 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 Patriots are obviously six and a half point dogs at home. It makes me want to just kind of throw out like a I don't even know who I'm rooting for in this
1: game. I, I can't even decide. I think I'm rooting for the Bucks, but I don't know. I kind of am now. Like, I have to root for him because I'm still going to be... It's weird. It's like I'm always going to be bitter towards New England, but I'm really bitter against Tom Brady. But now I have to root for him to help uh, ticket sales. Um, There's one bet I'm going to talk about a little bit later, but just for fun props, like big payout props, hammer Rob Gronkowski. Gronk's getting first touchdown. Gronk's getting two touchdowns. Um, He's going to have, like, a Super Bowl-esque performance because why the fuck not? Gronk spike, and hopefully... It's a um, let's just say uh, uh, Tom Brady needs 11 yards to uh, get that 68 number. Hopefully, it's a 12-yard uh, touchdown reception and 69 just put it right over the top of the Gronk spike. <laughs> Yeah, so ho- hopefully it's
0: it's at sixty nine when he catches it. That'd be fucking amazing.
1: It, it, you couldn't oh, script dude, they gotta, it any better.
0: They, they got to plan that out. They got to plan out like these. Have he has fifty nine yards and he runs a oh. C- could
1: you Could you imagine like being in the uh, you know like uh, the meetings during the week and and they're just talking about all right, here's where we kind of want to get that record and Tom's like I don't give a shit. I just want to win. He's like I don't I don't care about the numbers. And then uh, Gronk chops in. He's like, Hey, whatever we do, I want number sixty nine, baby. See, I think
0: old. I think old Tom didn't care. I think new Tom. He's he's fun and exciting, man. He's, he mouth. He said on the sidelines last week, "Motherfucker, cocksucker, motherfucker." That's what he said. He said that on the bench, live TV. That's it's zoomed right in on him. It's unmistakable what he said. Motherfucker, cocksucker, mother. No, cocksucker, motherfucker. Like that's the new Brady, man. I'm telling you. I said it last week. This is not your grandparents, Brady. I think maybe this new Brady is a little bit more fun. Maybe he does want to get that 69 yards. But we talk about, you know, Brady being the, the uh, kind of rejected girl in this relationship. Don't forget, Grunk, the Patriots tried to trade Grunk to the fucking Lions. <laughs> and I know Grunk remembers that shit. And he retired because of it. He straight up fucking retired. So I think you're right. Grunk could go off.
1: You, you have to. Like, I, I know he's not practicing right now because he did get kind of banged up last week. Right. Um, but you have to believe he's going to do everything he can to be ready, to be there, to celebrate, even if, uh, uh, you know, he's close by just to kind of give it, the, you know, the big fuck you to New England. So pay, the page, Bill Belichick is is, is his uh, hallmark thing
0: that he does. What he always does is he takes away your best weapon. How, what, who are you going to take away from the Bucs to beat him? Who would you take away
1: if you you have to pick one guy? If you're Bill Belichick, who do you take away? Mm. Uh, for me, it's it has to be Godwin. Um, he, you know, he's, he has he just has so much more uh, explosive versatility. Right. Um, you know, Mike Evans is rarely going to beat you deep. You know what you're going to kind of get from him, but at least you can kind of contain it and avoid like the you know 60 yard touchdowns. Um, <laughs> maybe uh, <laughs> maybe New England's just going to uh, not necessarily. Uh, give up, but instead of going for the best, they're just gonna shut down Gronk so they have one win somewhere for the day.
0: You there's nobody you can shut down this offense that's gonna that's gonna take them down. I, I think the Rams Yeah, the Ram, the Rams uh you know their game plan against Brady was is, is clear. Just bull rush him up the middle. You gotta you gotta take away the middle of the line from Brady and just just get him. The, the Patriots don't have any guys that can fulfill that Aaron Donald road road this week. I think Brady's kind of going to go off. I think the I think the Bucks are going to whoop some ass.
1: Yeah. So you have to think like, man. Obviously, the two losses, two home losses for Belichick in a row. Like you have to uh, you have to figure that kind of into that line. Uh, you're like, oh, there's no way that that's going to happen twice in a row. Not going to get thumped like that. Um, oh, man, it's it's going to be a weird game. I, I do like the line. I'm leaning Bucks at touchdown just because of the, all the pieces that New England's missing. Like. That's kind of where I would have to lean, right? Um, but uh, there's somewhere I'm going to lean a, a lot more, which we'll uh, finish up on. But um, I, I, Mac Mac Jones might be in a little bit of little bit of trouble. Like he, they, the only their only opportunity is a run, but that's where the Bucks. So, like in this matchup, the Bucks on defense struggle against the pass if they're not getting pressure. Right. Um, and New England's not hasn't shown a lick of being able to. Throw the ball downfield, stretch the field. Like, who, who are you going to throw it to? They haven't even tried. Yeah, I think it was the third quarter last week. Like, even just get an attempt, even if you know it's going to be incomplete, just make the defense believe that they have to pre- push back a little bit. Right. You know, you, ha- you have to get a little creative. Uh, New England will have a few um, tricky plays. Couple. Ooh, what, what are you thinking here that they're going to have to? Because the the, the short plays aren't going to work against the Bucks' defense. Right. Just won't. Johnny Smith
0: sucks balls. Uh, Grunk's gonna enjoy just trouncing that guy and just making look, look so much better on the other side.
1: Oh man, kind of. What if in uh, one of Gronk's post game interviews they talk about like the tight end comparison? It's like, hey, Johnny. Hopefully, I don't try to trade you to Detroit. <laughs> well, it, it, John,
0: like Johnny, is not a lot like Grunk, but uh, Hunter Henry, he is like he's like great value Grunk.
1: He's gonna. He has to talk shit on them. Be like, hey, nice tight ends, boys, especially after if, if he has a big game, which we're kind of. I'm kind of anticipating, right? Just trashing them. It it in, in his in a Gronk way, of course.
0: I can't wait to see the video. It's where they're walking on the tarmac to the plane, and it's Tom Brady, and he does a little selfie with him and Gronk walking to the plane. It's gonna happen tomorrow. Is or, it, sorry, on Sunday. Is
1: that not a Gronk t-shirt for Sunday? 68 plus one <laughs> under under a jacket. <laughs>
0: I like it. I like it. So, yes, obviously, that that's the game of the week. Uh, so many great games, though. Uh, this Broncos-Ravens game has me really intrigued because I think we know who the Ravens are. I think we really clearly know who the Ravens are. They're like a couple plays away from being 0-3. Um, so, they're a, a deeply flawed team. I think the Broncos are also a crazy flawed team that we haven't quite seen their flaws because they have played some horrible defenses and some horrible just teams overall uh what are your thoughts on this game i uh von miller is is back uh it's great to see afc player of the, of the of the month for um or defensive player of the month for for september uh the guy is truly back i mean he he looks like vintage von miller i think he already has
1: four sacks he's he's crushing there's no, like there's nothing not to love about like Von Miller ever you know, ever since he came out of Texas A&M, right. Great glasses, great personality. Like yep. guy, he rides cat, rides horses, like just a straight like you know he's, like your redneck personality, like yep. like that personality type, and just an insane athlete and just awesome.
0: He's like a hipster, like he's he, he does he lives yep. on like a hipster farm. <laughs>
1: Like how do you like how can you even combine that? I don't know how, but he found a way to do it.
0: Yep. And last year we were we were ranking like edge rushers and things like that. I was still not ready to give up on Von Miller, and I love seeing guys like that back because there's nothing not to like
1: about Von Miller. Oh, I love them. You have you just have to love them. Where are you going in this
0: game? Broncos, Broncos are one point favorites, which is pretty shocking. I mean, if if you would have told me that at the end of the year, I would have I would have been pretty I would have it's in Baltimore, folks, and they are one point favorites.
1: That's huge. So this is it's in Denver. It's um, Oh, it is in Denver. Yeah, it's in Denver, but this Oops. um I didn't I didn't check the early lines, but this is uh right now, and uh, obviously it's gonna vary based on your site. Right now I've actually got Denver plus one. Um, which I like. Right. You know? um, but this is how even it is. They are um, minus 115 is your juice at plus one, but minus 105 to win outright. So, you know, at that, when you're talking about no odds differences there, you, you have to uh, uh, take that point and, you know, at worst, hope for a draw. But I love Denver here, man. I'm, I'm really excited to. Uh, I kind of want um, uh, Lamar to help, like, lead the Ravens early on. Uh, just to kind of really see Teddy be in action because uh, they wow. have because they haven't needed him. You Dude, know?
0: You're right. I'm looking at all right. So I, I was just looking at one specific book. I was looking at the Caesars Sports book, which currently has the Broncos ranked at minus one. Uh, but DraftKings has has the Ravens uh, as a favorite. FanDuel has the Ravens as favorite, but then MGM has the Ravens as a dog. Dude, it's when a- Vegas books are when they're when they're torn. Find the book, f- find the team that you like, and then find the book that has them as a dog and bet them money line.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm I'm definitely leaning Denver here. Um, they, I think they have the uh, the talent enough to uh, you know kind of contain Lamar. Obviously, right. obviously, with the pass rush, everything that they've got going on, um, and Patrick Sutann, what, what what a stud! He's he's playing well. Uh, they have the pieces offensively and defensively, and I think they're going to be a team for the the and in, in the three weeks kind of were indicative of it. I think they're going to be a team for the uh, entirety of the season that just find ways to win. It doesn't have to be ugly or it doesn't have to be pretty. They're going to be ugly, but a win's a win, you know, a Win A is a win and they, they need this win.
0: Like if, if, if the Broncos lose immediately, you're going to, you're going to hear a bunch of, well, this team's a pretender, you know, uh, Teddy Bridgewater isn't shit. Um,
1: I, 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 very excited about this game. I, I think it might be. Ugh. Yeah, just a couple of things to kind of look out. Uh, Melvin Gordon's questionable, and uh, KJ Hamler. What a disappointment he's been. IR, and I think Jerry Judy's still got a few more weeks out. I'd. Lo- I wish he was playing. I think at if, least a few. I think he's out for six. They had him for the on the IR. He's on IR, so yeah, he's gone. I think he's gone to like week seven at the, at least. Yeah, I think a healthy Jerry Judy in this matchup, it's uh, Denver probably closer to like you know. Um, uh, two and a half, three and a half. I
0: hate to say it, I think I'm going Ravens here, uh, and I'm 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 thinking Ravens just because uh, you're right, man. The Broncos are pretty beat up on offense. That defense has all the firepower to slow down the Ravens, but I just wonder if they can keep up with Lamar Jackson. If Lamar Jackson is just vintage Lamar Jackson, although it's very concerning the way that the Ravens looked last week against Detroit. Like, what's going on there? But uh, yeah, the, we're, and we're still on this. We're still just dissecting this four o'clock slate. Seahawks at 49ers. My God. Uh, 49ers show them at three point favorites. That's pretty interesting. Um, anything to glean from that? Like, it, it's so weird. The 49ers they barely lose to the Packers. And last year, if that would have happened, I would have been impressed. But this year, I don't really like the Packers. And so I wonder are the 49ers any good?
1: Um, <sighs> think they're just going to be a super inconsistent team um they have to find it on offense but i think that what they found in offense was getting the ball back to kittle um making them take him away like you know give up some portions of uh him pass blocking you know you know take the take the good with the bad he's a great pass blocker but he he creates problems running routes because how do you cover him like some you know he's he's just fantastic i think utilizing him a lot um, there's actually a couple games that um, utilizing the tight end and getting them back into the rhythm will right. make a huge impact. Um, I don't think um, we'll, the other one, if we if we touch on it later, is going to be the Colts Miami. Um, that that that's another weird game uh, where I think using the tight end right, like Miami did last week, can help them get over some of those injuries. But yeah, Niners, you ha- you have to get Kittle in. Like yep. yeah, you have some talented receivers, but no one who's really the game breaker. Start force feeding it to Kittle.
0: Because when when the Chiefs are down, they just start force feeding it to Kelsey, and you can't convince me that Kittle isn't every bit as talented as Kelsey, and just hasn't had the quarterback to feed it to him. I think that he just start force feeding it to him because it's it's straight up what they did at the end of the Packers game. Man, did you see that yeah. that drive by Jimmy G gave it to Kittle? It was like a seven yard pass. Kittle fucking just created yeah. the rest of the yeah. yards. Just. He's such an animal. He did it in the Super Bowl.
1: He was like the only bright spot on that offense in the Super Bowl, but too. You remember uh, uh, during that run against the Saints? Yeah, he had just an insane stiff arm and picked up a ridiculous play to get the Niners the next round. Yep. He, he's just one of those gamers, man. He's just an asshole on the field, which is what you need, especially at that position. Get him the ball. Figure it out. Yeah, and then open it up. Because if you have the game plan for him, it, it really... That's a lot of question marks and a lot of issues for on a, on a, from a defensive front.
0: Oh, man. Jackie just walked in with some toilet paper, and I, and I completely forgot. She, uh, my wife has been out of town all week. She's been in Baltimore. And uh, one thing that happened about day one after my wife leaves every time is that I revert entirely to bachelor mode, and I did this week. Day one, I realized I was out of toilet paper. You know what I didn't go do day
1: one? I didn't go buy more toilet paper. <laughs> Yeah, you finish up, you do the flush, wait for it to fill, do yourself a simple bidet, then flush nope. again. Pa- paper towels. Nice. I, I
0: Three three strips of paper towels, yes, but uh, Jackie just walked in some toilet paper, and uh, yes. <laughs> it's been a rough week without you, babe. Um, but <laughs> anyways, uh, so yeah, this Broncos-Ravens game, uh, it, it's going to be super interesting. Yeah, I'm winning Ravens, and uh, I, I'm i actually pretty comfortable with it, but the, the 49ers-Seahawks, um, this is a whole nother animal.
1: Uh, I, dude, wh- where are you going with this? Oh, I'm, I'm going to, I'm going to ride San Francisco up. I, I was actually kind of impressed in the green Bay game. Um, uh, um, obviously there's going to be some throwing on Seattle, but these, these division games get weird. Uh, I think last year, pretty much it was a perfect split between all the, all the teams. Um, if, if the Niners are going to emulate anything, the Vikings did, you're going to run it right down their throat and you're going to, you're going to try to see, but that's what I'm worried about. Uh, Elijah Mitchell, uh, he he
0: looks like he's he's still banged up. If Elijah Mitchell plays and, and he's actually full a full go, I feel a lot more comfortable. I'm actually going to take the Seahawks here. I'm I'm, gl- I'm glad we're I'm glad we're disagreeing here because here's the thing: as bad as the Seahawks are, and they're so bad, just run it right down their throats. Their defense is terrible. Jimmy G is going to look like Aaron Rodgers next week against the Seahawks because that's how bad the Seahawks really are. There, there's no good part about the Seahawks defense. Besides Bobby Wagner. Like, it's not, nothing good about him. Um, but I'm worried because if Elijah Mitchell doesn't play, Trey Sermon is not good. He's not, he, he, I don't, the guy doesn't look good at all.
1: Yeah. I know he's been having some, uh, some issues. And I'm sure there's other issues going on that no one's really talking about, but kind of behind closed doors, whether it's the playbook, whether it's just not, um, changing like habits from college to pros. Cause it's a whole, it's a whole nother, it's more, more time when you need to for study. And it's more taking care of your body. It's more resting. And you know, sometimes you see it a lot. Like guys don't, you know, you kind of want to take advantage of being a pro. Like you go out, um, you don't have restrictions during the week as you know, as much as like uh, curfews and stuff there midweek, but kind of let loose. It, 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 he has some talent and he's in the, he's in the perfect place to kind of excel. Um, so there's definitely something going on that we don't know about, but
0: definitely something going on.
1: Um, he just doesn't
0: look good. And and like, if if you don't look good against the, so yeah, his, his, his stats from last week, 10 carries 31 yards against the Packers defense. The Packers defense is trash. It's bad. It's not good. It's not a good defense at all. So yeah, I, I don't like Trey Sermon at all. Um, and this 49ers offensive line, the thing is, like, the 49ers offensive line sucked, and Trey Sermon had an average game. Like, okay. The 49ers offensive line is so, it's really fucking good.
1: good. Yeah. Uh, I'm like, I'm leaning Niners for sure. Um, this is one I I, I, I just like buying the half point. I like being at minus two and a half instead of minus three, uh, right. just because I fucking hate pushes. Um, but I'm weirdly enough, I'm leaning under. Like, both teams went over. Like, both teams love to go over. 52 in. In this division game, um, I think, I can't remember what it was last year. They had a like 30, 30 points between the two of them, something stupid. Right. Um, I, I kind of, I, I just, I like the under here. That That's the bet I would lean more towards as of right now.
0: So, this is the game I, I can't wait to pick your mind on. We're still on the 4 o'clock slate. It's so, such a good fucking slate. Uh, Rams, Cardinals. Uh, what, what do you think about this Um so, your boy Cliff Kingsbury is 0-4 against McVeigh in his career. Um, is this a game? This is by far the best team the Cardinals have had under Cliff Kingsbury. Is this a game that the Cardinals finally nut up and, and, and beat their big brothers in the Rams?
1: I uh, I was, it wasn't until like Sunday afternoon. It was at, well after the, uh, uh, the Jags game started against Arizona. I was like, man. I know it should happen more in college and never in the pros, but, like, kind of have a college coach. You know, like, maybe Cliff's not fully there. Were they looking ahead to the Rams? Were they a little ill-prepared for Jacksonville?
0: Oh, is that what you think happened? It's, it's very possible. It, it
1: kind of creeped into my possible. mind because, like, it shouldn't happen in the pros, right? Yeah. Uh, but a lot of shit Arizona does shouldn't happen in the pros. Yep. Um, maybe it does. Maybe they were kind of planning ahead. Um, yeah. it's, it's hard. I, I'm, I'm some. Uh the Cardinals are a darling team for me. I'm so sweet on them, but the They're so good. but but the but the Rams are the best team in the NFL uh, and as of right now, um it's hard to say anyone else is. I'm not going to lie. And in, uh in one of my polls I was uh, telling you about uh 98th percentile by the way. Um I did take I am taking the a leap on the Cardinals for that one. Um I I think this game I kind of just want to more watch it and hope DeAndre Hopkins isn't covered by Jalen Ramsey all day. Um man this, this is going to be a weird slobber knocker game,
0: man. So it started out Rams at minus six, and that's where I had this game. I think the Rams are going to crush the Cardinals, by the way. I think they're going to absolutely crush them. Um, the, the Cardinals are the Cardinals are the, the little brothers until they prove me wrong about that. You know who Cliff Kingsbury is? He's great value, Sean McVay. The Cardinals, they, they, <laughs> straight up, the Cardinals saw what the Rams did with Sean McVay, this young dude, you know, like, oh, you know, Sean McVay, he... I think they hired him when he was, what, 27, 28 or something like
1: that? Fucking stupid. ridiculous. He was
0: coaching young. the Super Bowl when he was 30 years old. I, I I just try to picture myself when I was 28 years old trying to think about taking the reins on a team that just moved to Los Angeles. Like, can you imagine? I can't at 28. No. Jesus Christ. No. I'm 33 and I'm still immature as shit. Uh, but You're going to be 50 and immature. The Vegas, Vegas had it at the beginning, and I always love looking at the beginning where these lines started and where they end up. Rams minus six, and that's where I actually like this. Obviously, people are trending Cardinals. They're starting to bet Cardinals. It's down to plus four Cardinals. Rams are going to hammer this game. I'm I'm hammering the Rams at minus four, hammering them.
1: Yeah, I think uh, now normally when I talk about like the Cardinals and what you need to do on defense – um, I always start with Isaiah Simmons, man crush, Superman yes. crush, uh, leads the team in tackles. Um, obviously they have Buddha Baker, all pro you have some, um, interesting positions, but where are the three people that really need to fucking play? Uh, Chandler Jones, five sacks opening week disappeared yep. last two games. JJ Watt, no sacks yet, but you know, they're, they're still getting pressure. Um, and what's his face? The, uh, the rookie they drafted who I did really didn't like the draft pick. Um, uh, a linebacker, whatever, stud athletic guy, they have to get pressure and creative pressures on Matt Stafford. That's their best opportunity to give guys like Buda Baker and Isaiah Simmons sh- chances to make big plays. Right. Um, I really can see this game going either way. Um, you know, and pass my biases just because it's a – so these division games get weird. All or between are you taking all, the Cardinals, I'm, I'm going to take the. I'm going to lean taking the points. I'm so, I'm so torn four on points. this game. I'm so torn on this. I game. I hope you
0: take the Cardinals because that that means we've disagreed on literally every game, yeah. and I, I like it.
1: I I love so I love the Rams, and I I would take them money line, but I I don't lay two minus two hundred juice on money line bets that on games I'm really torn on. But I I would lean Cardinals at uh, plus four and a half. But it's so weird. Uh, the over under is at 55. Um, I, everything in, uh, everything we've seen says this game is going to be like 70 points. Oh yeah. Uh, um, hammer the over. You should, um, yep. it, that, that's the number I think it's going to be weird for me to watch. Um, I'm going to be rooting for the over cause that's going to be a fucking fun game. Yep. And the, and the ratings will be through the roof.
0: It's, it's, oh man, I don't know this. it. I, I, I'm, you right. So the four clock slot's so good. The Cardinals, Rams, Seahawks, Niners, they're both at the same time. And why are they at the same time? I want to watch all... I want to watch both those games. Luckily, I have Sunday tickets so I can watch abbreviated versions of whichever one I don't have on TV. Mm-hmm. Um, and I love that that feature that, that Sunday ticket has. But, man, what, it's it's too much. I think I'm going to have to go to a bar because i got to watch both those games at the same time. Got to watch both those games at the same time. But games of the week... Let's move on to Browns-Vikings because this is this is a game that I think is going to be a really, really, really fucking good game. Um, these teams match up well. In fact, they're very, very similar teams in a lot of ways. Uh, Browns definitely have a better defense. I think the Vikings have a better offense, a way better offense, to be honest. So I, I think this is a really good matchup. Um, good front sevens on both sides. A uh, little bit of flaws. Uh, the Browns with, with Baker Mayfield- And that's where I draw the line here. Baker Mayfield, I don't think, is going to last in this game. And Mike Zimmer, historically, as a Vikings fan, I can tell you, he eats guys like Baker Mayfield for breakfast. Guys that they're just, you know, they're, they're, they're off and on, off and on, off and on. Zimmer sucks against guys like Aaron Rodgers, against guys like Tom Brady. Dudes that are just consistent pros, but guys that he knows he can exploit weaknesses, like Baker Mayfield... If you just do a couple things at Baker Mayfield and Zimmer knows, all those things, I I love the Vikings in this game. They're two point dogs somehow at home. Um, I fucking love the Vikings in this game. Of, of course, I've, I've been a homer on the Vikings all 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 year, and until they show me any sign of not being a really good team that's underperforming, I'm going to continue to be a homer. But what do you, what do you think about this game? Because I'm I, I'm so stressed about. It. I'm so
1: angsty we are going to, you and me, I think we're kind of on the same page here, um, and we're, we're weirdly on the same page with the Vikings, uh, mainly for different reasons. Like, I'm a big Kirk fan. You're a big Kirk pessimist. No, I'm a, I'm a big Kirk fan. Now. I, I love it. I fucking love it. I'm can, in. Um, And just so we're clear, he's still on pace for 5,400 yards passing. Um, yes, he is. So what I do like to see with him so far, obviously, he's going to have his moments where he likes to play it safe, but he's it's almost like some calculated risks. Um, they're taking some shots. They're getting creative. Um, it was nice to see, uh, old JJ 18, uh, kind of yes. bounce back a little bit, Bro. getting over some of the drops. Cause that's yes. like dro- drops. And, uh, we saw it in Pittsburgh again. It's just like big drops, change drives and it changes confidence in people. Yep. But, uh, he, he stuck right back with them. They made plays. He got it going. That's a, he's going to be a key factor again. Um, I really like what Minnesota's doing on offense, um, and Daniel Hunter looked great last week. Um, and I hate Cleveland, but Cleveland's playing—they're playing sound ball. It's kind of inconsistent at times, but I love Minnesota at home here, uh, and I, I'm going to be riding with you on this. And I, I'd love—obviously, I'm going to love a blowout, but I really want to uh, have some people really take a look at Minnesota, like like a serious kind of look at them.
0: Yeah, I mean they you you got to take a look at uh, Minnesota because uh they are a team that it's just Okay. So here's the thing about Minnesota. They they're so much better than the record. They're one and two. They go out and play Kevin Stefanski, who's our offensive coordinator that I got to admit I did not believe in when we let go of him. I was kind of like, yeah, addition by subtraction. I didn't think he was that special. Kevin Stefanski is a damn good head coach, and I was wrong about Kevin Stefanski. I will tell you, I will just be very upfront about that. Another thing I was very wrong about, I also think the play calling has been an issue for Kirk Cousins his entire tenure at the Vikings, and I'm starting to see it now. Uh, uh, we, 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 We brought in Kubiak, who was a great offensive coordinator in theory that we had, but Kubiak retires, and now we have his son an offensive coordinator, and I love this offense so much more. It's it's way quicker passes. So I was always thinking maybe Kirk Cousins is the problem because he's not decisive enough, or maybe the play calling was bad and they weren't giving him quick enough plays to dump it off to. I love your I love your what you said about JJ, and it's so true, Justin Jefferson, folks. He is about to go off. He 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 was really starting to light it up in that Seattle game he was about five drop passes in the Bengals
1: game away
0: from being the top receiver that week. Like
1: I'm pretty, I'm, I'm pretty sure he's got, I mean, and I, I might be exaggerating. I might be, but, uh, it feels, it feels like he's got more drops already this season than in his whole rookie. Year. Oh, for sure. Yeah. It's, it's not it, dude.
0: It, I, I guarantee, I don't even need to look up that set. I'm yeah. I'm for sure of it. Yeah. Because he had, he had like a 77% of his targets last year that he caught. It's like a historically good level for a rookie. Um, J.J. has come alive. Adam Thielen, still a stud. All of a sudden, we got fucking random tight ends popping up. Uh, Alexander Madison might be the best, except for Kareem Hunt, who we're playing. He's probably the second best backup running back in the league. Kareem Hunt, clear number one. That's who we're playing. Honestly, I look at these two teams, and I see a lot of each other but my dad was at this game last week. I called the Vikings were going to win last week. I'm going to call it again. Is he going to win, the win game?
1: He's he, he, not. He, he might have to uh, start flying up for LB. He might just game. have to go to <laughs> We might
0: just have to start going to every game. He's not going to this game. But uh, I, I think these teams are very similar. And I'll give the home edge to the Vikings, obviously. My dad said the, the, the game was just absolutely electric last week. The crowd was so into it. It's going to be the same this week. And yeah,
1: this this is one of the best games of the week, 100. Yeah. So, uh, and, and but I think it's gonna it's gonna it's weird because it's overshadowed by some of the the records of some other teams. So you look, and I'm I don't, I'm don't want to say like a team got cheated, but something fishy was going on in, in Cincinnati. But obviously they were just sloppy. They were sloppy a lot. They they so shot them, They shot themselves in the foot. Yeah. Then you go to Arizona, who is playing great ball yep, and in, in great fashion, miss a kick. Um, I really like Minnesota. Um, yep. I think they have a lot of good things going on, and I know a lot of people want to lean over here just how the last few games have gone. Um, it's I think this game might be a little bit sloppy, not sloppy, but I think the defenses play a little bit better. Weird shit's going to happen. Um, I think Vikings... Monty line, plus 115. Mm-hmm. I like under 51 and a half. I like a 27-21. 27-21 huh? uh, or 27-24. That's kind of my range in this game.
0: I could see that because, uh, yeah, I could definitely see that. I don't, I don't think the Browns – I'm certain that the Browns aren't going to score a lot of points, and I think this Browns defense is good enough to hold the Vikings down um, Dalvin Cook is practicing this week. That's huge for the Vikings, but I think Alexander Madison carved out a a, a bigger piece of this offense. A thousand percent uh, yeah. from last week. He played he played like a champ, dude. He was a fucking beast last week.
1: One, one thing we do know about these teams are is that they like to establish the run and you like to run play action, and you like to open, six, take, take a little pressure off your quarterback, whatever your reason may be. Right. Similar styles there and somewhat similar uh not the, the skill sets of players, but similar styles on defense. It's gonna, you're going to see some teams trying. You should see them try to establish a little bit of the run game, which you, generally for me that means it's going to be a little bit under. Right. I agree. It's going to be a great game.
0: Um, it, w- looking across the board, any any other great games you want to highlight, talk
1: about? Um. Um. And th- there's there's so much to talk about. We only have so much time. Um, right. But I'm not I think the. Um, games of the week, we'll just talk about some things that we, we love. Things I just, I think we'll. I want to. I'll spit out some random games that we might like at the end. But uh, we got some. Uh, there's so much to talk about. Let's get into this. One of our favorite yep. segments now.
0: So let, 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 let's go to. Uh, we're gonna we're gonna take a hard gambling stance here and, and talk about the sports. memory bets I fucking love this week. That's right. It's a new segment. Bets I fucking love this week, and there are a lot of bets that I really fucking love this week. Um, I've already kind of alluded to a few of them, but Marcus, give give me
1: a bet that you think is just a lock this week. And it's the game we started with. Tampa Bay, New England, under 49. Fucking love it. Okay. Uh, um, it's the Tampa this could be a blowout, but this I think it's gonna be a blowout. If if, if it's a blowout, you're gonna be looking at like a 27 3 27-13 type of game right um, and unless McDaniels unleashes something and those talentless receivers in, in New England can f- do so there's I I, I can't fathom uh, New England scoring 20 points and I can see uh, out of respect once Tampa gets way ahead um, uh, not taking the the, the, foot, the foot off the throat but just letting the defense handle business not run it up too too much Shit, this could even be a 30 34 13 game. So you think it's just
0: gonna be a stomping from the Bucks?
1: Because uh, it, it, if it's the under,
0: it's it's gonna be just the Bucks are crushing and and, and the Patriots are doing shit. Yeah, I could see that.
1: Yeah, and and that that's where I'm leaving leaning. And so I I have to imagine it's gonna be under. I think. Uh, let's see what we got. Over under. Over under. Uh, Tampa's over under is irrelevant because of the matchups they've had. Right, New England zero and three. So we have a zero and three against the. Um, uh We have three unders. New England's zero and three as far as over unders. Tampa's three and zero. So Tampa's gone over every game. New right. England's gone under every game, and New England hasn't been close. True. Sure?
0: The sports memory bets I fucking love this week. The bet I fucking love this week, and it's it's it. I if if I had a if. You know, if I was a millionaire, I'd throw so much on this fucking bet. But I'm not a millionaire. I'm a, let's call me a thousandaire. Um, and so I'm betting a modest amount on this. Uh, the bet I fucking love this week is the over on the Cardinals-Rams game. Uh, I think this game is going to be a slobber knocker. Um, I could see a lot of just garbage time points from the Cardinals. Uh, although I think the Rams are going to dominate in this game. I do think that Kyler Murray is one of the best. I mean, we're talking. Uh, it's really hard for me to rank Kyler Murray in, in my my quarterback discussion. I can't put him over Russell Wilson yet, but like he's so high up there, he's so fucking talented. Um, this game, like the, the, I could just see the Rams going up like twenty one points in like the first half, and then the Cardinals just putting up tons of garbage time points. Uh, this game is going to hit the over. I guarantee it. I absolutely guarantee it. It's it's my favorite bet of the week. I
1: think fifty five points is is weak. I think it's super weak. So uh, we're not going to count week seventeen last year because you don't even remember. None of us remember the name. I'm seeing this name for the leading passer in this uh, Rams Cardinals game last season. Don't know, never heard of them. Uh, We will look real quick um, back to week thirteen. Where the Rams did win by double digits, 38-28, well over. Um, I think this game should be right in that same realm. Yes, and uh, yep. And uh, let's see. Let's see. Uh, but they didn't really throw the ball that much. Uh, there wasn't much production on the offense there for and Arizona. Clif-
0: Cliff Kingsbury, prove me wrong, bro. Because if 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 Cliff Kingsbury shows up in this game, they're gonna. It's gonna be like a seventy-point game, like way over, way 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 over. I almost wish I could buy some points on this and just fucking go go the moon. Uh, and when I, I, I should probably say sell points. Cause I think, I think the number is more like 58. I'd even be comfortable at like 58. It's
1: at 55. I think they're going to, I think they're going to blow that number up. So, um, overs, weird defenses, Kansas city, just real quick. Top of the head, Kansas city, Philly over under 54 and a half. Oh,
0: man. I, if it wasn't for the Cowboys game last week, I would
1: slam the over so you you have to imagine Kansas City is putting up thirty plus.
0: Yes, for sure. But I don't know, man. The eagle, the eagles, the eagles, Cowboys game has me scratching my head a little bit because either the Cowboys defense is better, way better than I thought, or the Eagles offense is way worse than I thought because <laughs> the Eagles look lost in that game, and I have a feeling. That the fucking Chiefs, dude. Andy Reid's in the hospital. You know what I'm saying? Like Patrick Mahomes, dude. Is Patrick Mahomes gonna lose two games in a row? No fucking way. Kansas City could drop forty easy. I agree. I yeah. I, I like the Kansas City angle, but I my only point is I think I'm I think I'm more down on the Eagles than I thought I was after that after that Cowboys game. I think I'm, I'm way more down on the Eagles than I thought I was.
1: So you like the over there? Um, yeah, I I really do. Um... And I'm going to actually be taking the, uh, as of right now. Is that your second favorite bet? No, it is not. It's a, it's close up there, but. All right, uh, well, 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 let me lead you in.
0: The sports memory bets I fucking love this week. What, what's the bet you fucking love? I don't want to hear about, like, your, a bet you kind of love. Give me a bet
1: you fucking love. All That's right. this segment. Uh, actually, it's funny because um, a lot of the bets I love, they're not favorites. And um, But um, okay, one bet I actually do like, I like it a lot. Um, not my second favorite. No, fuck it. Here's my second favorite. Chargers. I'm gonna fucking steamroll the Raiders. Okay. Three and a Ooh, half.
0: Ooh, pinning your two loves against each other. So so for those that don't know, Marcus is a huge he has a huge soft spot in him for the Raiders. I think it's it's gotten even softer since they gone to Vegas, because <laughs> Marcus has never been to Vegas, by the way, folks. It, it, is, it is Marcus's town. He's never been, but. It is it is it is his kind of town. He's been betting on sports for years. Uh, sports betting is about to become legal on October fifteenth, and we're going to talk about that in a second in Florida. Uh, but uh, it's it's crazy that Marcus has never been to Vegas. I think you. I think deep down, Marcus is kind of a Raiders fan. But the fact that he's taking to the Chargers over
1: the Raiders is that's big news because he loves both these teams. Uh, he loves I, them both. I fucking love the Chargers, and I to, I told everyone it was a great money line bet uh, last week. Uh, the Chargers have been fantastic, um, and they're going to keep being fantastic. I think the Ooh, uh, Monday night too. Uh, it's going to be. It's going to be. It could get ugly. Uh, Derek Carr's doing well. Um, he's doing exceptionally well. He doesn't yeah. really get the credit that he deserves. Like how bad is that? That they're figuring out how bad with that, how bad that offensive line is. They're figuring it out a young, fun defense. Weird, but the Chargers are just that damn good.
0: How much do you think it has to do with the hair? <laughs> um, I don't like. Don't like Derek Carr's hair this year. Needs to take it down. I, I Him with the buzz cut was too much. I don't like it. Him with this this new hair, it's too much. I don't know. He needs to find a happy medium between buzz cut and whatever this hair he is. He's got rocking. <laughs> and whatever he's got going he on. He doesn't look scary. You know what I'm saying? And, like, I don't know. A David Carr. David Carr's got, like, that slick back, like, creepy hair. This family needs to figure out their hairstyles. Because I, I don't like anywhere that they're going. But you...
1: See, you love the Chargers in this game. I do. Um, the Raiders have been fun. Um, I think that, I don't think, I know, it. some of the matchups have been favorable. Uh, what you have to like about them is the, the way they started against Miami last week. Pick six and just finding weird ways to just, do Raiders shit and get down two touchdowns, but
0: <laughs> do Raiders shit but, like know, that. But
1: then they figure out a way to force a safety, and then they climb back and they find a way to win. That's not the Raiders that anyone's seen and fucking ever. Um, they're they're gonna be a fun team. This isn't them. This is gonna be uh, um, the learning game. Like the all right, back to reality. Let's refocus. Let's get back to it because the Chargers are on another level. It seems like Herbert is heating up. Doesn't not. How fucking good is he, man? He's so good. He is so good. I
0: thought uh, I, I talked about it for the week two. I was like, don't worry about Justin Herbert. He, he's he's just as good as he's ever been. He's just he's just a rookie. He's figuring it out. Um, I love I love what Justin L- Herbert looks like compared to how he plays because it's so fucking hilarious. He looks like a guy that you meet the first day in your in your dorms, and you're like, oh man, that guy's got a premature ejaculation problem. <laughs> um. <laughs> He really does, like, he just like, oh, hey, hey, what's
1: your name? Justin. He's, he's, he's like, he's like watching weird porn, like in, in his closet yep. and shit, like he doesn't want anyone to come in, locks his door, like, puts a lock on his closet so he can spank it. Did you live in dorms?
0: Uh, yeah, I did. That what, what was your weirdest, like, dorm moment, like in terms of like, like, like roommates or like, what's the weirdest dorm thing that happened to you? Mm. you live
1: in an all boy dorm i wish i should have i might have been better off so did you live in a in a co-ed dorm so i did same um so my first year was in it was the four of four of us in like uh like it was more of like an apartment you know three uh four bedrooms or three bedrooms or whatever right um and but it was guys and girls everywhere um the weirdest shit that happened didn't happen at that house and that, that apartment. Uh, I'm not really sure I can talk about Oh, okay. <laughs> I'm not really talk, sure I could talk about the shit that happened. Um, I think it would have happened because I instigated <laughs> all of them. Yeah. Um, it was bad. Uh, movies were filmed. Um, mm. Well, it was, yeah. I've seen a few of your movies yeah. there. Yeah. <laughs> You got good production quality. Yeah, and uh, those movies then I actually had other cameramen running around, uh, running if, around those houses. I'm so, if you're listening, if
0: you could have followed Marcus's Snapchat back in, I think it was circa 2018. It was lit. Uh, at times, it was verging on full blown porn.
1: <laughs>
0: I'll just leave it at that. Yeah,
1: I think my uh, one of the best responses was uh, you when I got off the cruise. I almost crashed my car watching that. <laughs> That caught me off guard. <laughs> I was showing my wife some of those yeah.
0: videos. Yes, they were. Uh, they, they 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 were out there. They were out there. But what 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 were we talking about? Oh uh, yes,
1: Justin Herbert. Old Justin Herbert. <laughs> weird porn.
0: Yep. He's the guy that he's like. He just you look at him, you're like, man, I don't believe in this kid. But he just continues to put up. I think this. We've only seen the beginning of this guy, and now that we're kind of seeing the fall. Of Patrick Mahomes, and by the way, I'm still just as much of a fan of Patrick Mahomes as I've ever been. But his team is kind of eroding around him. Um, I'm so on the Justin Herbert Chargers train right now. I love the pick. I love. I love the Chargers pick. I. I, I do think. I think they're going to annihilate the Raiders. I. I really do. Um, and I am starting to say that if Derwin James can stay healthy for the entire year. He had a separated shoulder last week. He did come back in the come game, back and play. Came back in in the in the game and played. If that guy can come back and continuously play, that team is so fucking good. So fucking good.
1: Yeah, they're they're a team that needs to stay healthy. Uh, Bosa was out last year, Derwin James was out last year, and uh, I think uh, an unsung I hate saying what I, I think I think an unsung hero is um on that defense is uh, uh, Kenneth Murray. Mm-hmm. Uh, kind of, you know, just went under the radar, kind of slipped to them coming out of Oklahoma. Great linebacker. Um, yeah. And, um, I, he's a stud. Yeah, he's a stud. But can we, can we talk enough about like Asante Samuel, like welcoming oh yourself God. to the NFL? What a steal. So, what a
0: steal. I was singing about it the other day, and it's a dark time to be an FSU fan, right? Unless you're in Los Angeles. Think about FSU plus Los Angeles right now. Jalen Ramsey. Derwin James. Asante Samuel. Um, who am I forgetting? Oh, I, it would have been Cam Akers this year for the Rams. Like, we were talking about some of the best players on both of these Los Angeles teams, all from Florida State. Uh Straight up, the two best defenders on both these teams. Well, no, I'm sorry. Never mind. Let's call them second best, because Aaron Donald is the best player, best defender in the NFL. But, Jalen Ramsey, close second on that team. Um... It, it is great, as terrible as it is, and I am a Florida State alumni. As terrible as it is to be a Florida State uh, fan right now, I do take solace in knowing that there are some Florida State fans that are just absolutely raking right now in the NFL. And,
1: and you know, like for for me, when you start looking about who's the best, who's like the elite of the elite, uh, uh, no, knock the Jalen, fucking fantastic. Um, He's so good, I, I'll praise him all the time. But when you look at like the versatility and the like, this like Jalen shuts down half of the field. Derwin James does it all. I, I love that guy. I love that versatility. When like, being healthy, he's the best. Like he's he, he's that guy. I'm not even gonna call him Troy Paul Malu, because I think he's actually better in coverage than Troy Paul Molle was. He, he he is, but he has that type of versatility. So like um um, Bob Sanders, yeah, yeah, but like Bob Sanders, but like he also he had more of an impact in the secondary. I think Derwin James, fucking, there I go again. Derwin James has like a similar impact at all three levels. Yeah. whether it's down in the down in the linebacker zones, going after the quarterback, getting pressure, or or, or in coverage, and uh, that type of versatility can. There's no value. There's no like. You, like all right, here I'm gonna
0: throw this out there. Uh, I think he's super over uh, or underrated um, in his career. And he's still just as good as he's ever been. Uh, Derwin James kind of reminds me of Harrison Smith a little bit. Um, the 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 way that he plays, and I've always actually compared Harrison Smith to Troy Paul Malu in a lot of ways. The way that he steps up, and um, but Harrison Smith has always been so good in coverage. I love Derwin James. The fact that he's so physical, such a good pass rusher, but then he can drop back and be like an elite almost quarterback at times. I. I Harrison Smith, I think, is as big as comparable in terms of players that
1: are in the NFL right now. Yeah. Uh, it, they have kind of like that second. It's, it's so instinctual. It's like second nature to them that they don't. Even, sometimes they watch film, like they study, they do all that. But weird times when things go against what you're studying, they just know. They just right. know what's going to happen and they're there and they're close. They make the play. Uh, they really disrupt everything.
0: I agree. Well, I got to give another. The sports memory bets I fucking love this week. There's a bunch of bets that I really, really love this week. Um, one that I really like, I've already alluded to, is the Browns Vikings. But I'm gonna actually put a bet ahead of that game because I think it's, ins- I think it's kind of crazy. Uh, the Bears this week, uh, Matt Nagy has come out. He said that he's not willing to rule out even Nick Foles at quarterback. At this point, I think Matt Nagy is just. Fucking with us. I have not seen. I I, I compare him to last week to or just a couple days ago to Adam Gase. I'm going to continuously compare him to to Matt or Adam Gase. There's something not right about this guy, and he seems to become more and more unhinged with every setback that happens with this team. I don't think the Bears are the type of team like we were talking about with the Patriots or the Bucks that's going to rally and become better from loss. I think they're going to become worse. And so I, th- I love the Lions at plus three this week. I absolutely love it. It's one of my favorite lines of the week. I I'll, I would actually say it is my favorite line of the week. The Lions have been losing so beautifully this year. I mean, let, let, let's, let's take a walk down memory lane. The Ravens had to kick the longest field goal in NFL history to beat them last week. That's insanity because the Ravens beat the Chiefs just a week prior, who, on pretty much everybody's power rankings, is number one. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, as long as they have Patrick Mahomes. So, they, they beat the Ravens first week, go out and fucking barely lose, or uh, I'm not going to say barely lose, but they look competitive against the 49ers. Um, second second week, they have uh, the, the game against. The Packers, where they were leading at halftime, this Lions team looks like a beautiful disaster that I'm willing to believe in. Lions plus three, I love the bet this week.
1: It's it's really going to come down to it. The, the, obviously, if you if they do a proper game plan for Justin Fields, it kind of changes it. But you look at a team who's playing that like no one's expecting them, and 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 kudos to Houston too. they they're they're playing well. They're fucking fighting, and right. y- you do like to see that. Um if you could do one drug with Dan Campbell what would it be? Um mm. uh, probably <laughs> nothing uh psychotic. Nothing like no acid, nothing <laughs> that can kind of make you go crazy because right? I think he's the kind of guy He'd that would probably murder you if he yeah, took some acid. Yeah, from like him. I, yeah. I feel like he would grab you by the shoulders and stare you in the mm. face and say something so unnecessarily loud and absurd and then headbutt you and be like, "What right. do you say, brother?" is you like as yeah. you like the note like Yep. Um yeah, it's it's interesting. But you have to love what he's doing, but you know it's funny, one of the one of the games I think that's sliding under the radar right now. Are you about to give a good about to give a good uh bet this well, week? Well it's funny because uh I, it slid under my radar. I'm not like really looking at it, but you how do you how are we passing on the Titans? Is it is this one of your bets of the week? Not yet. Not yet. Okay. No. I'm not going to play the sound effect. No, no, there. we'll we'll save the effect but okay. uh, but how are we not like jumping all over the Titans minus the touchdown against the Jets? Jets have shown nothing, no anything. I feel like their first win's going to come next week against the Falcons. But is this going to be another Derrick Henry 40-50 point fantasy day? Yes, it is. I've, I've, <laughs> you're trying was. not to jinx it. That's why, that's, no, that's why I'm we're trying not to jinx it, but <laughs> we're
0: tiptoeing around it. I'm a Derrick Henry fan uh, owner in fantasy and uh, Derrick Henry. Listen, the guy's either going to have 87 points or he's going to have 20 where he's going to have seven. There's only three levels with Derrick Henry. He's going to just be a competitive running back. He, by the way, he's the number one running back in fantasy, PPR. If you're not playing PPR, go fuck yourself. Um, <laughs> you're irrelevant. You're irrelevant. Getting into a better league. Um, but, yeah, I agree. Fucking Titans are going to roll the Jets hard. Seven points is way too little. Way too little. Yeah, the... Um... But do you have any other bets? Like, give me a bet that you're just in love with?
1: Nothing? Uh, We can move on to the next segment. Yeah, I I think that we've kind of... Yeah, we've touched what I love. There's a lot of games I really, really like. Um, uh, This this next segment kind of hits on a lot of those. Okay.
0: Well, let's move on to the next segment. We're trying out this new segment piece, so next segment is upon us. The Sports (laughs) Memory Dogs of the Week. (laughs) Dogs of the Week. Now, listen to the barking in the background because you'll hear... We got some loud dogs, and then listen, there's a little dachshund being thrown in there. There's there's varying degrees of dogs that I you either love these dogs or
1: you hate these dogs. Marcus, give me a dog that you love this week. Oh, I've got a few of them. And, I do, too. Uh, and the biggest one, the game we were just I was just flirting with, maybe making it, I love it, because um, I really, really like the under, surprisingly, but the dog I love Carolina, even without McCaffrey, the big dog, the big dog the big the little dog without the big dog yeah go into Dallas and handle business there's they're a weirdly complete team unders should be a good play here we we need a little fire under Jerry Jones ass lot we need some extra media coverage not about how good Dallas is right but how surprising Carolina is Carolina marches into town and takes it home
0: yeah i I love it um. And I agree. I, I at least, I actually don't, I'm not i am not a fan of the Carolina money line because I do think the Cowboys are going to win. But at four points for Carolina, hammer the fucking Panthers on on, on these points. Um, I think the Panthers are going to cover 100%. Uh, this is going to be a close house game, and we're going to see Sam Darnold tested. like We have not seen him tested this year. Um, I'm very, 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 very interested to see how uh, we think, what we think of Sam Darnold when he comes out this game, regardless, I think it's going to be slobber knocker. It's going to be a
1: high-scoring game. I really do think that the Panthers have not they not had an opponent like the Cowboys yet. Well, if yeah, uh, I guess we're uh, just a little bit late on Dogs fourteen nothing Jags, fourteen nothing Jags. Wow, wow. I haven't I haven't got any text from Steve quite yet. Ooh-wee. okay. Well, we're not going to talk about that game because it's probably going <laughs> to age poorly. But wow, okay. Um, so as far as other dogs, uh, the biggest one I really like, and we and we were split on it. Um, it has to be Denver. I, I really love Denver at home. Uh, plus points. It's a, it's a good play for me. Um, obviously everyone thinks they could go either well, way. We'll call them partial dogs. Cause 50% of books have them as favorites.
0: <laughs> Straight up. 50% of books have them favorites. Uh, so, so far, uh, the DraftKings has them as dogs. Caesar Sportsbook has them as favorites. FanDuel has them as dogs. Uh, MGM has them as favorites. Uh, what is this book? Points Bet has them as favorites. So, yes, the majority of books do have them as favorites, the Broncos.
1: So um, so they're not dogs. So we can skip We cannot the, call them dogs. So we can skip that. So. Here's another dog for you, Okay. Um, another team I'm sweet on, and it goes back to what I was talking about with getting your tight end into the game. Yes. Indianapolis is a two-point dog going into Miami. Miami has to get Mike Jacecki uh, involved like they did last week. Right. Ha- they have to keep him involved to um, open up a defense because all we know about Jacoby Brissett is he's good for the one-yard vulture touchdown. Oh, my God. Um, Colts are two-point dog here. Um, Quentin Nelson went down last week. Uh, huge being carted off, got yes. uh, carted off. That's that's a huge, huge pain. Uh, it's not it's not looking good. I th- but they were fortunate. He's not uh, he's not an IR just quite yet. He might be out this week, but you better pick up the slack, Colts. And I am so I am sweet in the Dolphins too, but um, without um, any anything looking good over the in my, um, a, a quarterback for Miami, uh, I'd, I'd have to link Colts here for an underdog upset. So yeah uh, one one interesting
0: stat line that I have to bring up from last week is uh dude, first of all Jalen waddles a stud. um he he hasn't had any flashy games he hasn't even approached 100 yards yet but from a fantasy perspective he's put up double digit points in every single week right? Well last week I had like 13 catches. oh for my 10 God yards. I dude I, I cannot get over his stat line from last week. So listen to this 13 targets, 12 receptions that's right there that's insane. He's starting to illustrate Justin Jefferson like target to reception ratios, and I fucking love it. Straight up, like Jalen Waddle is is he's 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 checking all the boxes for me in terms of like is this guy good? Yes, Jalen Waddle's really good. If if he gets if if the Miami Dolphins trade for Deshaun Watson and all this thing gets put behind them in the next couple weeks, Miami Dolphins could be really good, folks. But anyways. Uh Jill Waddle, his stat line last week is so bizarre. 13 targets, 12 receptions. That's insane. But 58 receiving yards. <laughs> so this is what Jacoby Brissett does. He throws
1: two, three, four-yard passes. The guy has never thrown an eight-yard pass in his life. Well, that was uh that was actually the Raiders' safety. Uh backed in your own end zone, he throws it th- and it wasn't immediately. It was his checkdown was a three-yard screen to Jalen Waddle without any protection. right? Like the super late dump-off, guess what? You cannot do that dump-off in the end zone. You scramble and you throw it away, live to fight another day. It wasn't even close. He, he, he literally got tackled. He looks over at uh, Brissett. Brissett's holding his face. He's like, yeah, fucked up.
0: <laughs> Dude, uh, another dog I got to give it up to this week is obviously the Vikings. Um, I, I, I think the Vikings are going to roll the Browns. I really do. They're going to kick their ass. But uh, I'm also a homer, so probably don't believe that. (laughs) Don't believe that.
1: The Vikings are going to roll. It's going to be a beautiful, beautiful thing.
0: I really do think the Vikings are going to roll this week. Um, I really thought they were going to roll against Seattle, and then I was really terrified about the first quarter.
1: But (sighs) any other bets this week that you love? Um, I'm out of ones I love. There's it's just there's a lot of fun lines. There's a lot of ones I really like. Yep. Um, all I can pray for to uh, these gambling gods is I don't get backdoor covered again, and a few of my loves stay at the top of the uh, top of the list there.
0: One of the prop bets I love this week. Uh, I saw Jameis Winston is his over under on passing yards, and on a, on a lot of different books is 198 yards, and I'm going the over on that. I know Jameis has been pretty inept this year. Uh he's averaging like 130 yards a game. So I can understand if that line seems reasonable to you. But they're back. Listen, the, the fucking Saints, they've been practicing in Texas. Like they're they have been all over the place. They still have not had a home game. The fucking Superdome lit on fire while they were pressure washing it. Think about that. It went on fire where they were pressure washing it. Like, how does that even happen? You, it's a pressure washer. You have, you have a fucking water gun. Like, mm-hmm. put it out.
1: <laughs> so, it's so seven and a half. Seven and a half point favorites against Danny Dimes and the Giants. Uh, yeah, we have, to, we have to imagine this is going to be the, uh, oh, Danny Dimes back at it again. Uh, a couple picks. Maybe a defensive touchdown out of, uh, out of New Orleans. Well, weirdly yeah. enough, I kind of like the Giants to cover in
0: this game because the, the the Saints started at six and a half. That's actually where I like them. Uh, it's it's now at like seven and a half. I I don't know. Um, I think I do think Jameis is going to have his best game of the season though. This week. And so I would, I, I would, I would, I More would, complete, bet like over. a
1: complete game. More of a complete b- game. B- because 140 yards and five touchdowns is hard to beat, especially like fantasy wise, but like it's a, that's an anomaly. It literally was the lowest amount of yards you could throw for, for the, with five touchdowns.
0: I mean, I have Jamison in
1: fantasy. I'm just waiting until they
0: stop doing this Taysom Hill experiment, which is so weird. Like, just stop it.
1: You know, you know, I, I think what's actually really funny is, uh, Jay, Jay Winston has to be a must start, and I think we were talking about it uh, in one of our uh, fantasy group chats. Must start, do it. He's on my bench, and you know why? Because I'm starting Jalen Hurts against Kansas City. What a group! <laughs> I want, I, mean, I, I, I want to start. I want to start Jameis Winston this week. I just can't.
0: No, I mean straight up, I have Jameis Winston and Sam Darnold, and I'm starting Sam Darnold this week. Sam Darnold is my, he's like my low key start of the week this week. I'm telling you, Sam Darnold is going to have a big game. So, or or he's going to affirm all the opinions that I've had about Sam Darnold for the last four years. It's a win-win for
1: me. But I think Sam Darnold's
0: going to have a big game against the Cowboys. I really do. I so, really do.
1: So if you are like a DFS stack, like stack all the teams from one game, but uh, more importantly, who which game for you is going to be the highest scoring? The highest
0: scoring game in the league this week will be Cardinals-Rams. Cardinals-Rams. It's going to be a slobber knocker. Like, I, I could see both of them scoring over 30 points, straight up. I could see the Rams scoring 41 points and the Cardinals scoring, like, 33. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's how high-scoring I think I, I, I think it's the lock of the week. It, it, it was what I said is the best bet of the week, and I, I won't even slightly back down from that. I think it is the highest-scoring
1: game of the week. It's hard to argue that. I think the only the only one in the game that could really, in my Humble, humble opinion, even remotely get close, will be Philly-Kansas City. And that's only because it could be 42-35. Something's ridiculous. Kansas City's going to put on a show. Um, Hopefully Philly just bounces back. Even with no playmakers on the outside.
0: Because I know, I agree with you. I know how many points the Chiefs are going to score in this game. I just don't know how many points the Eagles are going to score. And I'm just, I'm kind of out on the Eagles after last week. I think
1: what was big for them is getting Zach Gertz back involved in that offense. You have nobody yes. else. They, they, could, they could legitimately go two tight end sets, but use one as your slot receiver.
0: Ray Gore is so bad. Hmm. Jalen Smith is not ready, or or whatever the fuck. Uh, sorry. Uh, Devonta. Devonta Smith. He's not ready. Uh, I don't. Yeah. I. It's, it's amazing how much I love the Eagles after the 49ers loss and how much I... Do not like them after the Cowboys' loss. <laughs> I really don't. Want, I don't like them at all. Can, bu- um, can
1: Buffalo cover this week again? I think we can. I keep doubting them, and they keep just blowing the fucking doors off. I think we can.
0: I think Josh Allen is is really starting to flex his Jesus. But Texans at eight fifty
1: for for me that game with Tyrod Taylor, Texans cover seventeen and a half. I think they do cover with Davis Mills. It's it's tough. It's tough, man. Davis Mills is bad. Yeah, he is so
0: bad. There were times of the during the Panthers game last week that he looked like a salvageable, decent quarterback. He is so bad, and that neck, my God, that what, neck is
1: what that neck do. Off,
0: that, that neck is off the chain. I, I've I've made probably seven memes about that neck already, and. We had active people, they were messaging us saying, hey, move off the Davis Mills neck thing. We will never move off the date. As long as Davis Mills is starting, we will be making neck memes about him. Because that neck is re
1: We will be making memes about him next week. <laughs> we will be making <laughs> memes about him next week. Next
0: week. You see when his coach came up to him and he put both of his hands around his neck? Like... And his
1: hands disappeared. His
0: hands gone. Could have the biggest hands in the world. You put your hands around that neck, they're gonna look like the tiniest hands in the neck. Or hands in the world. Mm-hmm. But yes.
1: Oh. You know what I'm most looking forward to this week? What's that? Mike Tomlin's uh post game speeches. Did you hear about that? We ran we, we shot out we ran out of bullets. We didn't have a play to call. Suck my dick. Is that what he said? Yeah, that, that's what they said. They they ran out of their plays on that fourth down call that I was pissed about because we have one of those every single week. He's always in the discussion of like ridiculous plays. We ran out of viable plays to call. So on fourth and eleven at the end, end of the game, mind you, after the punting on fourth and one the, the previous possession, let's uh, let's throw a, a flat swing pass on fourth and eleven. Yeah, yeah, that was that was their response. We we ran out of viable plays. We shot all of our bullets. That was. That the the reasoning terrible terrible that is terrible.
0: It's gonna be funny watching your your Mike Tomlin uh, opinions change over the course of the year, especially because I think Stewart's about to rally
1: a little bit. I trust me, I I, I want to be proved wrong in that case. I think I think you're about to be proved wrong, although at
0: Packers. That's a rough. Well,
1: you know, because uh, obviously we, I've got two uh, Steelers games I'm going to this year with you in Minnesota, which is going to be fucking ridiculous. We're so much we're, fun. Do, we're doing full paint, full like here. Oh, yeah. We're going to be ridiculous, but oh, yeah. uh, and obviously LA, but Kansas City and Green Bay were two of the other options. So um, um, we'll see if I wished I would uh, have been there or not. Well, shit, man.
0: Time to wrap this thing up any uh closing thoughts we pretty much drank an entire bottle of basil hayden (laughs) (laughs) what closing thoughts give me give me a give me a I'll, i'll give you a closing thought washington falcons another bet i love I think the Washington's going to cover all day. The Washington defense, they're the 29th ranked defense this year. There's no way that they can keep this up. This defense is way more talented than this. Although I don't believe in Washington, I bet hard against them in our NFC East pod. I still believe in this defense way more than they've been performing.
1: I think Washington easily covers in this game. Easily. Should, should, easily. should, should, should hammer it. Yeah. Uh, just let Corderell eat and uh, you know just like I'll talk shit. I'll talk shit on Chase Young all day, so overrated. Uh, prove me wrong. He's gonna finish with seven sacks this year and four of them will be on Sunday. I agree. Matt
0: Ryan, man, you're you're not a good quarterback anymore. Anything else? No, nope, let's win some money this weekend. Let's win some money this weekend. yes, absolutely. Uh, okay, we're out. Love you guys. Good night.